Welcome to the Hex Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the Hex Podcast. This podcast is exclusive for you guys, the Hex members. It will be your place to go to for all the news and updates and anything that's happening at the gym. We'll be attempting to release a new episode every week and we'll be getting everyone involved, from all the coaches to all the members themselves. The first episode has to be with the two main men themselves, Phil and Chris. We'll be going back in time to how they met, how Hex started, and the journey they've been on from the beginning all the way to the present day at the fantastic new premises on Clapham Road. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Hex Podcast. Welcome guys to episode one. Thank so uh, let's start right from the beginning. Um, yep. Where did you two meet? So me and Chris have known each other for many years. Um, I've kind of always had a sports background. Uh, I started working at Virgin Active in Clapham Old Town about 14 years ago. I came from back from Somerset. My first job was uh, working as a PT at Virgin. Um, I met Chris as a as a central client initially, and we uh, bonded through the love of fitness and sports. Um, he had a more of a kind of marathon and running and endurance background, and he wanted to get a bit stronger. Um, I think I was uh, one of the crazy PTs of Virgin that used to put their clients through lots of tough exercises and regimes. So I think he was looking for a challenge, um, and then we just bonded and had a really good friendship um, through sport, through movies, because he used to work for U Cinema, mm-hmm. so he used to go to the premiers together, um, <laughs> get drinks outside. Um, I got him into um, a bit of CrossFit as well at the start, uh-huh. so that's when I first started doing that. Uh, he used to have a lot of uh, group sessions, he's trained together probably every, every day. Um, and uh, at one point Chris was like, fucking another, oh, sorry, I swear, I love this. Uh, I just want to do fitness for, uh, for a career and I want to get out of the corporate style and work for myself. And I think uh, with my business side and, and my, uh, my fitness knowledge, we can create a business and then that's where we started yeah. trying for it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to find. I was just trying to find on my phone the original. Oh, I have got the original email I sent to Phil when he was at Virgin because I remember walking into Virgin Active. Uh, if anyone's ever been Virgin Active in Clapham, uh, Old Town, it's, it's, tiny, it's yeah. tiny and a bit shit. Um, and um, I remember going in and saying to this, this girl, "Who would you, you? Who would you have as PT?" Sorry, I should tell you. Who would you have as, as a PT? And she pointed directly at you. And at the time, you were doing some crazy a karate kick on some like <laughs> thing, and literally smashed this like bang. And I was just like, okay, I'll go with him. Um, and so I said, um, can I have his email? Because I didn't want to go and speak to him. And she gave me your email, and I wrote you an email, and I've got it. And my email to him is so embarrassing. It's just, it's like it's literally about that long talking about I'm a marathon runner and I need to achieve this and this is the plan and um, and then I get a response from Phil about four days later it's <laughs> literally later. one sentence <laughs> and it says cool sorry for the delay um, sorry for the delay um, when do you want to come in for a taster and it's amazing because you just think god if that hadn't happened I mean, I know that sliding doors and all that kind of stuff, and life's full of it, but if that day hadn't happened, this would not exist. Amazing. And that's insane. Like, it's crazy, isn't it? 
Okay, so and whatever made me want to go walk into Virgin and get personal training. So you're training together, so Phil was your client. So then what led to Hex and why? Um, well, as I said, we trained together, made, made a bond. Chris was getting a bit, I think, frustrated with you and not being able to be doing some more crazy side work for himself. Um, sat me down in Chicago group chat with a massive presentation, which I'll take back a bit, uh, saying that you could be so much more than just doing a bit of one on one and looking also what is your ambition as I possibly say my own gym and go going down that road. Chris was like, Well, I can obviously make it happen and do all the stuff you probably can. We could bounce with each other and work on our strengths. Uh, when he first said that to me I was not expecting all the next seven years of what, how much stuff we've done and how much hard work we've put through. As a PT, you probably work, say, six, seven hours a week and then a bit of programming. It's quite a cushy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Obviously not, like, in terms of downline future, future work, you have to kind of step up one, one point, so it's going to be harder. And I mean, Chris just literally just knuckled down and just worked our ass off. We still do for the last seven years. Mm -hmm. um, started off on Chris, I think Chris on the common, I was renting space from across the gym. I've had a kind of a a base of a good, say, six, seven clients I've still got. Um, so I had that kind of initial initial client base. Chris uh, started from scratch and literally worked sort of soft doing three sessions and stuff on the common. And I did, yeah. Started, yeah. And then we cycled around the whole of Wandsworth um, with some friends and trying to find spaces anywhere that we could get a gym. And it was like, oh, it's so hard to try and find anywhere that you can train. So um, we spent hours on bikes going around Clapham looking for for sale signs mm. or derelict buildings that we felt that we could. I mean we wrote yeah. to that church yeah. we wrote to the church which is in Clapham Junction which has a like a building next door to it it's that was probably the size of the original hex actually Impressive. and I spoke to the vicar and I was like we want to turn it into a gym and he was just like are you guys religious <laughs> but yeah <laughs> we learned the bible one day <laughs> he wouldn't let us we need, I think and I'm, the cricket, the cricket place, that wasn't right oh, anyway, yeah. but yeah, like, I, I think we're so desperate to get a space because uh, obviously you needed your own, your own little HQ. So how long till from when you started till you got it felt, felt a lot longer than it was, probably a year and just over a year. And, but actually we were, we were, we were trademarked, we were logoed and we were operating as Hex and we were on the roof John Lewis running sessions yeah. before we even had gym. So we were established before that. So it was really weird. And that, and actually, that 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 experience working for John Lewis was really a real good one because it taught us that suddenly we were like, what? You know, it was really hard that John Lewis game, wasn't it? We didn't make any money from it at all, and we put so much effort into it. And actually, it just showed that you can't suddenly achieve something. You have think, to, you, uh, you have to have depth. I don't think we would ever change anything that we did and all the hard work. No, it was awesome. Did. Yeah. yeah make us where you are now and Hex brand as a brand did grow a lot because still get people saying oh you're the Hex guy yeah John Lewis, so. it never did us any harm did it it did was it? um it was yeah but, 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 but my to, to my my thought was I think I remember saying to you get ready because this is going to be insane mm. and nothing happened <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the Hex podcast <laughs> So what point then, six, seven years ago, what point did you think we're onto something here? This is, this is, this is going to be good. Um, I just, we both just kind of thought, well, people are interested in me. We've got a really good community base, even if it was small at the start. Um, and we all just literally, me and Chris, threw everything into it. So we, you're never going to fail for pushing that much effort into it. We honestly didn't 
ever. There was no moment like that. We just felt like we just we were just like we just have not stopped, and I, honestly, we've not stopped working for so long, and um, we just believed that it was going to get bigger and bigger. And um, do you remember um, Olivia? It was like one of the one of the first members of Hex, and I it was we because we got that uh, first member of the gym Hex. In fact, she was the first member of the non gym Hex because she started doing the the circuit classes in the car park. So we were using the car park of Clapham North Art Centre, pretending we were something, and we weren't even anything. And then when we got the gym, I remember persuading Olivia to join, and she couldn't join. I don't think she could join at the time and for another month, but I made her pay. <laughs> so, and she did. And um, that was really hard on those first few months, trying to get people to join and understand what we were and what we were trying to do. Because okay. there was no evidence. People were walking. We were getting them through the gates, down through the tunnel. I mean, what a shit customer journey um, to talk corporate. But what a rubbish experience. And they go down the tunnel and then they come into this room. <laughs> Like and there was no one else in there. Twenty square meters. <laughs> so that was hard, Sal. But. We used to have a um, our first gym, our first unit. We had like who roofed these change rooms? And it was like you slowly door came in. It was like probably two meters. And everyone's like getting changed in there. And then <laughs> open another slide doors, like a toilet and a shower. Yeah. I was like, when we go to the toilet in there, when people are changing, like. <laughs> I was like, well, this is what it yeah. Is. But uh, to be actually, in answer to your question, now. Now is the moment for me where I'm like, oh my god, we did it. Is it it? We did it. That's how I feel now. You're listening to the Hex Podcast. Okay, so you've touched on the past. Let me let me just show you, hang on, just something this I just thought this was quite funny. The deck that I took from the Chicago Rib Shack. And this this so this is obviously on my phone. So that's one slide, that's two slides. Three, four, five, and it just goes on and on and on and on. I mean, can you imagine Phil would have just been like, the guy that sent one email response to the original client. I reckon the last seven eight years, I've probably been showing about 400 of those decks on mine. Yeah, yeah. But then it does visualise more. Always yeah. talk about Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, so, but but the, but Mr. but honestly, when I met Phil in Virgin Active and I saw him kicking that thing, and then having spent quite a lot of hours with him, I just thought, God, this is like an unusual talent, and I'm not blowing smoke mm. up his ass. It's an unusual. I don't think it's often that you meet someone who's the real deal in something. Like, I sometimes when I show people around the gym and I say, "Oh, that's Phil." Phil was basically born in a gym with a barbell. And it's true, it's just totally true. Like, there is nothing that Phil, I don't think, could have ever ended up doing other than this. Um, and I felt like, God, when I met him and I felt like oh, I want to do something, I want to leave my corporate job, I want to do something, and I really love fitness, and this guy's amazing. And that was why I approached him, because I just thought, this is the only opportunity I've got, and I didn't feel like I would have left corporate life for anyone else or to set up another business. Would you think without Chris, there's no other option? You would have done it on your own. Without oh, that, like Chris is something. I think being a PT and being a gym and business owner is a totally good of fish. So you, so you'd say you needed a Chris 100%, in order to. Well, I need, a, I need someone that does all the business and has the know how of advertising and sales. I need someone to drive me along in that direction as well. And you needed so a just. I'm quite good at doing stuff when I've But got. it's changing now, I think. It's like, just, yeah. you're, you're, you've way, got yeah. a huge drive now. So, like, or whatever. So, it's going to be interesting how it 
what happens in the future because we've both changed. Mm. Let's, let's, let's touch on that then. If you're going to do it in the past, what's the, what's the, give us a future hex, what's it look like? Well, in terms of where we start from where we are now, if we obviously doing the same kind of amount of work we did then, in seven years' time, would be hard work because we just worked on socks off, so we need a bit more time to like delegate work. But we're finding that is working moment, so we have a lot more time to like enjoy, enjoy the gym, enjoy the space, work on other avenues. But there's so many like different areas in terms of um, we're trying to get our retreat business back on track, uh, we're trying to get like more um, events. These kind of things are scuppered by COVID, so as soon as we get free range to do all this stuff, we will expand. Do yeah. we love going on retreats and? Um, so we better than like taking a group of really enthusiastic community X and showing them like what we do on the beach and a different gym elsewhere and like kind of stuff. Events, events I love doing. So events in terms of organising internal sports events or stuff we could do on Club Common, um, stuff and like social events. I just, that's where you see the whole buzz because it's where all the whole community can meet and just make it bigger. And obviously a second deal on the ideal, but again. See how it goes because the COVID's still around, so yeah, that's got to be jumping from it. This we've, place is going to grow. We've got a solid plan that takes us through to the end of December, mm. and um, actually, I don't. We don't want to. I don't think at the moment there's an appetite for us to look mm. any further than that. Is there? Because we've got to get used to this place, and we've got to make it work financially, and that is hard. Like any biz physical space business in the in the UK and on. I, when I drive past, when I go up the road to do the Clapham Common class and I drive past all the businesses and I look at them and I just think, God knows what they're going through because it is, I mean, even before COVID, it's just ridiculous the, how to cover the costs of a physical space. And we've chosen a bloody business which needs that physical space. But I suppose the thing that always trumps all of it is the you know, we're a community-led, and then we keep on saying the word community, and it's cheese, but we're a community-led business, and it's so rewarding, isn't it? There is not, I don't think, one person that comes to Hex, which I wouldn't want to spend a couple of hours with having a drink. Um, so I think that the direction of Hex going forward is 100% always going to be a community-driven one, and I think that we will end up doing some kind of charity work Strength training, we know, is just the answer to so much mental and physical health. And um, Quite the fun you're to see. really motivated by the charity yeah. uh, aspects. Yeah, it's quite fun again, as well as charity, seeing all the members disapprove, and especially some of them have got quite quite bad health issues or concerns, and to see them improve and get healthier, and then just show their like appreciation is very rewarding yeah so you kind of strive on well yeah i mean on my personal i remember when coronavirus first started yeah. about two weeks into it phil rang me and said we've just given one of your units up and i think mm. we've lost i think we've lost everything and mm. i was like i remember i was just like, i can't believe all that hard work yeah and so to be from that phone call yeah to sitting in here with this gym yeah and it only got worse from march it was a tough summer last year, but it was something we've had. It was in the unknown. It was out of our hands, really. I just think it's astonishing. To give all that stuff back and then literally walk. To be fair, when Chris showed me this place, I did not think that it would be like this. I thought, yes, we can do it. But then in terms of walking through here, it was all electric, it was damp, it smelled. It was kind of a big task to do. 
But as soon as we signed it and started the project, I thought, yes, that's just. The fact that you can even look at something like that whilst you know, maybe like some businesses yeah. were going under, you were giving up units, the fact you even had yeah. thought to go, let's go bigger during that is just yeah. crazy. And the fact you made it work is just brilliant. This is like, I think it was, it was fate, I think. You're listening to the Hex Podcast. So we've had six, seven years. Let's talk about each of you, maybe like your top three moments or something you look back on and just think that was an amazing. I always find like the hex parties, so they're always kind of like post events, like the mm. kind of like the bit in the candle that's like you can then reflect what you've done and it's like a new community and every time there's the next party there's more members, so then the community grows mm. and then we just walk around that party also a bit tipsy, so they're probably a little more yeah. like, thankful for stuff that they're like praising you and just to see the buzz and mm. the community you, you created yeah. and everyone comes to the parties, doesn't matter the age, doesn't matter background, it's just it's just so the buzz is just electric, yeah. that's one of my, and obviously the retreats as well, the, the yeah. sport the sport events that we did, when was that, three weeks ago, our first event yeah. in the, in the um, premises, yeah. obviously it was amazing, yeah. obviously we couldn't have it as big as we would want to, or next one will be, but just the buzz of the members getting to compete and showing them what we've we taught them, and they're, they're doing all these different events and competing against each other, but some of them their first experience of competing, which I love doing, um, so is Chris. Yeah. Um, and they just want to do more. So mm -hmm. just it's got hard walls at the moment. That's why I'm not like the uh, yeah. yeah. Chris, well, think about six years, one moment where you think that stands out or something you just like, what a memory. The Hex Games, definitely. Um, I mean, there's all the photos of the Hex Games are so, that gorgeous photos of those boys. Um, um, big memories. The only thing in this place is going to be one, but then it's hard, it's just been kind of like, so it's been a bit, so when we first opened it wasn't really, as explosive as when second part and the classes came in. So that's yeah. why the party is coming up, isn't it? Yeah. And it's going to be, prob will probably be our, our defining moment of memory. The 24th of July. That'll so be quite emotional. Friends, family, members, and um, should be as he's told you in terms of. Yeah. Effectively, the, the, the grand opening as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or just no, but not well. that. The, the oh, I just think it's like, I've just, we have a look back, and this is, first time we look back is now, right? I mean, of course, we talk yeah. sometimes, but, but the 24th of July is our. Uh, it's a celebration, like it's a time when we're yeah. chatting together and kind of doing this, but we're not working in such a no. it's usually when we're chatting, no. reflecting stuff, we still work, work yeah. mindset, mm -hmm. you can relax and just yeah. enjoy the moment. There's been some funny moments recently. I guess I'm still laughing. I don't know why. When you're Phil invited all these athletes, these cool um, fitness guys down for a turf game. Were they depressing? Were they depressing? Yeah. And um, they were just like London's cream. And um, they all came in, and um, I was happy on the desk. And Phil had said to me literally about an hour before, like nothing new there. Like, um, are you going to do this workout with them? And I was just like, oh god, I can't believe I've got to do the workout with all these guys. They're going to smash me. Um, I didn't do the workout. I nudged out of it. But th when that guy came in and he said, "Can I have a cappuccino?" Because <laughs> he was in the reception and he just thought it was a gym. And he was just like, "Well, it is. Like, you don't like that." And I was just like, and I looked hard, looked at Phil to see if he was paying attention. And I think you were, and you had clocked it as well. And I went, "Yeah, you can have a coffee. <laughs> How'd you take it?" And thank God he said black. And then I went and made a black coffee. And then he said, "How much is it?" And I was just like, "It's free." <laughs> I said, we're really chilled here. We're really down to earth. We don't charge. And then I thought, fuck, we really need to get that coffee machine. And start, like, selling 
like because it's it's a gym and that was a, I thought that was really funny. Um, and I, what do you know? What I really like upon reflection is that we do actually we go at our own pace. Mm. We've not rushed to buy the coffee machine, although we do want to, don't we? We want it to be a cafe in there, but we're just we're busy, right? Well, I think the things that have kind of clocked on as we started is like shops more. On the last of the yeah, like that. it's, kind of it's been yeah. a slow burn. <laughs> You've got to get those price, that price Everyone's list. Like, like, I want to buy a jumper. People like, yeah. yeah. I shirt, yeah. I think, like, an indiv- and looking at individual people, there's moments where I've looked at, like, I don't know, I'm, probably, I'm not going to name any names, but like, you just look at some of the members and you just think, oh. yeah, um, they they came here shy and. Mm, not physically right, confident up. and it took guts for them to come here so there was something inside them that was like yearning for something and then the community like helps them so grab them yeah and, and makes them part of it and then it changes their life and i just think wow that is so powerful mm. and i really believe that that we have the power to change help change people so long may that continue i think a lot of gyms can kind of segregate people or just I don't know, intimidate people. Like, yeah. It's the total opposite. Yeah. Like, yeah. A lot of like our high measure sessions where we start with people that come to the gym, kind of give them initial sessions just to get their confidence up. And the people come in so shy and all their background is like, I've never really joined a gym, it's been quite intimidating. Yeah. Um, and now just to see them smash it and have friends here in the community, and it's just very rewarding. Yeah. But I think on a personal level, both of us need to. And I think we are going to start, probably already are starting to focus on ourselves a bit, like, because all we've done is this. Mm. And so now, like, I think it would, we we both know that it's healthy for this, Mm. for us to step back a little bit and look after ourselves and wonder where we want to be. And it's the first time, like, because Phil encouraged me to buy the mind journal thing, Mm. to to do the gratitude thing. I've never done it all year and I bought it in January. And I got it out the other day and I haven't written in it yet, but I thought this is, I think now is my time to, I haven't written down what my goals are since when I sat down with Phil and said, I want to do this. And so I'm quite, I suddenly feel like excited this week about establishing those goals. Do you feel the same? I think if you, if you have things yourself that are out of the gym, if you don't, you're just stuck in the gym and like you're working there all day and you just tend to just do everything in the gym, because you're in business, you're like, oh, and you just don't stop, like from 6am to like 9pm, yeah. literally that journal for me, um, I was like writing down things that takes me away from the gym but it doesn't involve working, so even working out with mates here, eventually they want to go to like friends' gyms like we used to do, um, yeah. or get out of the gym, they're actually going to resent it a bit through yeah. the yeah. Um, plus, if we're doing a workout in here, it's, it's literally sent someone like to us, this <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, and even like with Christian work, sometimes in the office people will go for this It's better to do it away from gym, it's better to work environment. Yeah. It's your passion and drive that's made it, so if that passion and drive sort of fades a little bit, yeah. Yeah. it's slow probably will start to come because you always need that yeah. step back, keep yeah. the passion and drive there. Then like, yeah, have our own little hobbies and well, because we haven't been able to travel, we haven't been able to go and sit, meet friends, so it's just been a bit Christian journey. So now it's time just to branch out, yeah. just get a bit of my life back. Yeah. Let, let me ask you a question. What's your? You've seen your friend Phil, mm. and you've seen the whole thing. You've watched it, and um, it'd be so nice for 
to hear you say how you feel about Phil and his achievements. I mean, I, did, I, I, think, I, I think you were um, watching my moment was the Hex Games. Yeah. And it was the, I think it was Garth and Ads were going at it on the skier. So there were about 40, 50 people cheering, cheering. And Chris just wandered and he just sort of just stood next to me. And I remember just sort of like nudged him and said, Look what, you, know, look what you've yeah, done here, yeah, mate. This is like, and I, I, I had goosebumps with it because I just thought, this is born from nothing. Yeah. And yeah. now you've got 50 people, all probably strangers at one time. Yeah. And they were just, so all of them were, and it wasn't nothing yeah. fake or anything, it was all of them were in on it. Shan, a girl, Shan, a to keep going. And it was almost a bit, so it's quite almost nice. got, wow. That, for me, that was the, yeah. done. It's nice, done. nice it's because yeah. I, when we first got to the gym, obviously you were furloughed, you, um, I said to you, oh, do you want to come give us a hand? Well, creating it, so yeah, you, yeah. you did it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, yeah. You're I remember painting the ceiling white for about five days. <laughs> 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 just get it back and it looks better. No, but I, and even I didn't think it would be as good as yeah. big as it looked. Yeah. I think being as good, good thing to have to see us like get the gym and create it rather than just come in to yours. You know, she's yeah. the grass for Yeah, it's amazing. And even when you were giving me all your ideas, I didn't quite have a visage, it would look like it did, and how good it looks as well. Because obviously, a lot of the time there's no actual equipment in there, so you almost, when yeah. it's out there, you're like, the gym floor goes and look like a gym. Yeah. That's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be really good. So the 24th of July will be a um, massive moment yeah. at that party. Yeah. We'll do our next well, podcast after that, and you can ask us yeah. what the best things, three things going from that. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember them from that. That'll be number one. Yeah. 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 Yeah.